Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. I'm the owner of the Calgary Language Nerds, and I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. If you would like to learn more about me or the Calgary Language Nerds, you can do so by visiting my website, which is azrinthelanguagenerd.com. That is spelled A-Z or Z, depending on your country. R-E-N thelanguagenerd.com or by visiting any of my social my any of my social platforms. My username is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country. R-E-N. And uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, and of course on Twitter. And with that introduction aside, let's dive right into the podcast episode today. <laughs> For any of the regular podcast listeners, you may have noticed this was a slightly different introduction than usual. I wanted to switch it up just a little bit. And I specifically wanted to mention the Calgary language nerds because I realized recently that I don't talk about the Calgary language nerds very much. And my, my entire work is actually running the Calgary language nerds. I think there's a percentage of people who listen to my podcast, who follow my content, who believe that this Azrin the language nerd is my job and I am a personal brand. But it's a little bit more than that. I actually run a small business, a local business here in Calgary that also operates online and works with people in different countries. It's not only local, but I think it's important to talk about it. I want people, I want more people to realize that the business that I'm running is Calgary is the Calgary language nerds. That's the business I run. And it's not just running this whole Azrin the language nerd as a, as a personal brand. So the first thing I would like to really talk about in today's podcast actually has nothing to do with language learning as a whole, although I believe it to be probably, if not certainly, more important than anything else I could talk about, than anything else I ever share that has to do with language learning. And it's the importance of being kind and being a nice person. And the the one thing I would like to say to everyone today, and it's an idea that I think if all of us, myself included, adopt, if we all adopt this idea, I think it's going to it's, it's, I think it's going to have some positive results. And the idea is the following. Ask yourself regularly, ask yourself regularly, what can I do to become a kinder human being? What can I do to become a nicer person? Because I think, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, and I think, how do I say this? I think a lot of people, a high percentage of people view themselves as a good human being. They think they are a good human. They think they are a nice person. They think they are kind. For the most part, we view ourselves as the protagonist, as the main character in a story. And in the story, the main character is a good guy. They're a good person. They're the good character in the story. And I think most of us, maybe even all of us, I'm not sure, but many of us regardless, view ourselves as that main character in a story. And we think that we are a good human, a good person, a nice person, a kind person, etc. And what happens is that maybe in reality, if we were actually being objective, we were not actually as kind or as good or as nice as we thought we were. That happens, even myself, right? Even as I look myself in the mirror, I am probably not as kind, good, open, moral, values-driven, 
as I am probably not as good of, as a human being as I as I picture myself to be. And that's pro that probably goes for everybody, or at least a lot of people, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people, right? We're not, you know, we can always be a nicer, kinder human being. We can always do that. But the challenge is, at least in my perspective as of today, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is my perspective as of today. When we think to ourselves, oh, I'm a nice person. Oh, I'm a kind person. Oh, I'm a good person. I have a good moral compass. I am a values-driven person. I am really good. Oh, I treat people well. When we have those kinds of thoughts, it we do not actually do anything to become a better person, a nicer person, a kinder person. We perhaps view ourselves as good enough. Like, oh, we're really, really good. But though that person's not as good. Ooh, that person has to make a change. Ooh, that person's being mean. That person is being disrespectful. And the reality is that if we all just think to ourselves, what can I do to become a kinder person, a nicer person, a better person, a person who creates more good in the world? How do I help more people? When we have those kinds of thoughts, even if you are an amazing person or a great person. You are a kind person. You are a warm person because most of us are, most of us have those kinds of really, really good traits in us. And we are very nice, warm, open kinds of people. A lot of us are, right? And But if we're always challenging ourselves to be nicer, you know, all of us are always going to be making forward, forward progress. And that forward progress is important. That's, that's perhaps arguably at least in my eyes as of today, perhaps one of the most important things, as long as we're always making forward progress to being a nicer person, a kinder person, and we're doing that at all times, that is what makes your life better. It makes, other, it, it makes the people around you, their lives better, which therefore creates a little bit of a ripple effect and perhaps they go and help somebody else, right? And if we're always doing that, it just... I think it breeds positivity and it breeds this, it, pre, it breeds goodness, it causes goodness, it causes positivity. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing I would like to say in this podcast. Again, nothing to do with languages whatsoever, but still very important. And I think I need to also, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying you all need to do this. I'm saying we, me too, like me as well, Azrin, I need to do it too, 100% of us have to be thinking about what can I do to become a kinder and a nice, a kinder person, a person who spreads more positivity, more warmth, more light in my community. I don't even think it has to be in the world per se. I think sometimes we, a lot of us think in very big picture terms. We think, wow, what can I do to impact the world? How can I solve this problem for the world? And that's great. That's amazing. That's amazing. But sometimes a lot of that is such big picture thinking that it becomes overwhelming. And what we have to think about is, what can I do in my household? What can I do in my community? What can I do in my city? What can I do in my country, my province? What can I do in my state? What can I do in my region? What can I do in this one interaction with this one person? And we have to start, I think perhaps we have to start small. And that ideology, that that concept of, st of starting small may or may not resonate with everybody, may or may not. I understand that. 
that's something that resonates for me. I am a someone who I choose to live my life in a brick by brick fashion, placing one brick, then placing another, placing another, placing another, one brick at a time. And then 27 years later, you've got a really, really big wall or a really, really big building. That's just how I choose to view things. And I think many of you, if you can take that kind of approach, it can be beneficial. Changing gears a little bit, uh, I'd like to take this brick by brick analogy and apply it to something a little bit different. Again, not quite in language learning, but I, I do believe this can benefit a lot of people listening. So I would, I would like to say it and talk about this here. Um, it has to do with progress, whether it be progress with language learning. In my case right now, where I can relate to it the most is progress with my health and fitness. I think when it comes to learning a new skill and trying to improve in something, Again, whether it be with languages, whether it be with something else, I think it's important to, to aim for consistent, slow, but consistent progress. Sometimes people aim for fast progress, high amounts of progress quickly, fast progress, lots of progress in a short period of time. That's possible, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that. I, would, I just today would like to emphasize that there are, for many people and for many Situations, it, it's, a, it's a good idea to aim for slow but consistent progress. Let me give you an example from my life. As I've mentioned many times before, for the, since 2016, I have been actively focusing on improving my health and my fitness, my overall health and fitness. I've wanted to become a more healthy person, a healthier person, excuse me. And my, uh, my approach to it has been slow but steady. I want to get healthier slowly, baby step at a time, but it must be consistent. I must be consistent for the long term. And today I'm a much healthier person than I used to be. I eat way better than I did before. I'm exercising more than I did before. I'm just getting better and better slowly but surely. Right now, one of the goals that I'm trying to work towards is how quickly I can run three kilometers. Three kilometers is an arbitrary number that I picked, but how quickly can I do so? Initially, I couldn't even run very much, actually. It hurt my knees, it hurt my legs, it was uncomfortable. I had pain. So I had to research, why is there pain? Figure that out. And what I actually did is I started by working slowly. First, I walked three kilometers. Then I would walk three kilometers, but I would run for 30 seconds. Then I would walk three kilometers, and in that three kilometers, I'd run for two minutes. Then I would walk the three kilometers, walk a little bit, or walk the three kilometers, walk faster, right? And then I would run for that same two minutes. Every time I went out to do that three kilometers, I just wanted to be 2% better than the previous day. And now I'll be honest with you, I've gotten from not being able to run very much because it was painful and not comfortable and tense. I could feel it in my ankles and my calves and my knees. I felt it. My, I was not in a shape to run. I've gone from that. And now in that, if we look at that three kilometers, I can run for about 1.7, 1.6, 1.8 kilometers. I can run and I, I can jog at a steady pace with minimal discomfort, very, very minimal discomfort, if any, sometimes zero discomfort. I can run and jog it. It takes me 11 minutes now to do that. I walk for the second 1.5 kilometers. I walk, I walk quickly, right? I might jog a little bit, but I haven't quite gotten there yet. And I've gone from walking three kilometers. It used to take me about 35 minutes and now it's gone, it's come down and now I can do it in 27 minutes, 27, 27 and a half and pretty comfortably. 
and I'm just going slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And I, my goal is to be able to do that three kilometers at a steady jogging pace where I can do the whole three kilometers in 20 minutes. Right now I'm down to 27, 27 and a half. And I've set that goal. I want to do that in the next year, maybe year and a bit. That's a long time, right? I think I'm capable of doing it faster, but I've just told myself I want to I don't want to disappoint myself. I think we, a lot of us get caught up in getting disappointed. We get disappointed. We aim for something, we fail and we get disappointed. And while we all have to have a relationship with failure, we have to learn that failure is okay. I think also setting small goals that you know you can hit and going and hitting those goals and, and absolutely crushing those and just moving baby steps at a time and ensuring that and doing what you can to minimize the chances of failure by being realistic. You know, while that might slow your progress down, because I might be able to, I probably could get that three kilometer run down way faster. I probably could. But <clears throat> for some reason, the slow and steady progress, I, I, I have a preference on that. I like the fact that it builds momentum. I like the fact that every day I can see my, 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 my progress. And that progress is very addicting. So... That's one thing I wanted to mention in this podcast that I think can help a lot of you. With those two things aside, I would like to talk about the primary, the main, I suppose, topic of this podcast here, which is actually the title of the podcast, funnily enough, which is learning a language quickly and with ease. There's a lot of language learning courses, programs, applications, classes, textbooks, study at home, study at home programs, etc. There's a lot of different products and services when it comes to learning foreign languages. And many of them have a selling point that emphasizes either the ease of learning a new language with their product or service, or they emphasize the speed at which you could learn a new language using their product or service. And I'd like to comment on this. While I believe that there are there are strategies that are more efficient than other strategies. There are strategies that are more efficient, that are more effective, generally speaking. While that is true, I think you need to be careful when you are using a program or a product or service that is promising speed or simplicity when it comes to learning a new language. I do not, I want you to be careful and I don't want you to buy a product or service with the mentality of that product or service rescuing you. What I mean by that is sometimes language learners see a product or a service. They read the advertisement. The advertisement says, use our product and become fluent in 90 days, in 30 days, in 40 days. Be Learn a language fast. Don't touch grammar, it's so hard. Do this instead and acquire it naturally. We hear, we hear these kinds of things and in our minds as language learners we think, Oh my God, yes, I can just buy this program and it's just done. I can just use the program and just learn. Yes, you are essentially putting the responsibility of your learning on this product, on this service, on this application. You're, you're taking that responsibility and you're giving it to someone else. You are, you are almost treating that someone else as a rescuer. They are rescuing you. They are the person that's going to completely take, take care of you becoming fluent in another language. And I do not believe in that. I don't believe in it. I am always weary of programs that emphasize how quickly you can learn a language through their program or how, 
how uh, effortless it's going to be. I'm always a little bit scared of that. I, I don't like that. And I want you to be, I suppose I want everybody to be prepared mentally that, it, that it's going to take you some effort and time and practice and you are going to struggle. I do not want you to run away from the struggles of learning another language. Please do not run away from those struggles. Do not run away from the difficulty. Do not run away from the difficulty. I'm going to say it again. I want you to hear me. Do not run away from the difficulty. Do not. Look for a good program. I'm going to pause actually for silence. Do not run away from difficulty. Pause for silence. <laughs> but seriously, don't run away from that difficulty. Embrace it. Go into it. Understand that you are, you can figure it out. It's okay. You can do it. I need you to look, do your research, look at different programs, look at different services, look at different classes, look at different teachers, vet them, read the reviews, talk to them, ask some different questions, do ever, do all your due diligence, do everything you need to do. Great. Fantastic. That's, that's amazing. Okay. Do all of that and choose someone or choose a product, choose a service, choose an application, choose a strategy, maybe multiple strategies that you believe based on your research is going to be the most efficient pathway for you to learn the language that you are trying to learn. Do that, but understand that it's not going to be an effortless journey. Understand that it's going to take longer than you initially expected, especially if you're trying to get to an upper intermediate or an advanced level in that language. It's going to be a process and it's going to take time. And anybody, in my perspective, this is one man, one guy's opinion, one man's opinion. Anyone who tells you, oh, it can be easy, don't worry. Oh, no, no, it's easy, man. Oh, yeah, just do this. It's so easy. Look at me. Look how easy it is. Just do this. Look how fast you can do it. Anyone who's pushing that, I want you to be careful, right? Everyone can picture that. The, maybe not everybody, but maybe many of you can picture that get rich quick kind of person. You see those programs. Oh, I make, I made my first million by the age of 24 years old. You want like, you see those, right? Oh, look at my car. Look, they're fronting. It's it, they're fronting, right? 99.9% .9 of people are not, even if you follow their program, they're, they're you're not going to go make a million dollars by the age of 24. Some of you might, and some of that, that's fantastic, right? But generally, that, a lot of that stuff is not realistic. It's not real. It's a front. It's a mirage. It's an illusion. It's not real. And we don't see that quite as much in the language learning space, but it does exist to an extent. And I just need you to see through that. I need you to get stick on your laser eyes, stick on your x-ray vision, and see through that. Cut through that, right? Cut through it. And, and really use that vision. You know, use your brain to identify what you know deep down inside is probably the best program or best service for you. Don't get confused and think that, oh, I'm gonna use this program and suddenly fast, I'm gonna get to this amazing result. No, 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 that's just not how things work. It's just not. So anyway, I enjoyed making this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it too. This is Azrin the Language Nerds. Azrin the Language Nerds? No, sorry. This is Azrin the Language Nerd, owner of the Calgary Language Nerds. I appreciate your attention as per usual. And uh, if you have any questions, I'm more than happy to help out. Uh, just hit me up, any social network, at Polyglot Azrin, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, right? Hit me up, any social network. Visit my website. You can also contact me through my website, azrinthelanguagenerd.com. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk very, very soon. Bye for now. See you.